Hi, this is Tasha M. Dyer with the BYOB Movement, Be Your Own Bank. And we just want to welcome you to our podcast. Grab a pen, grab a paper, because we're going to be sharing information that has been hidden in plain sight. Information about the financial markets, things you've always wanted to know. And after you listen to this podcast to get more information or just to contact us, reach out at beyourownbankmovement.com. Beyourownbankmovement.com. Now, enjoy the show. Favorite time, Miss Licia Monet. It is time, it is time for TGIL. Let me, I'll try to do it in soprano. Uh, Okay, anyways. <laughs> TGIL, happy Friday, fam. It is one of your favorite people in the world, your favorite TV personality, empowerment influencer, Alicia Monet here, along with my awesome, amazing co-host. Go ahead and drop it in. What's going on? I am New Type of Money, a.k.a. Aaron Wills, or I usually say that back. What's Aaron Wills, a.k.a. New Type of Money? Hey, we're about to get into some real deal information right here. I love it. I absolutely love it, fam. So today is Friday. Remember, every Monday, every Wednesday, and every Friday, we are on here, me and my amazing co-host, and we are dropping some knowledge for us millennials to shift legacies, to take our time back, live life on purpose, walk in our meaning and purpose, have that freedom, that luxury that we desire, that we deserve, and that we are just, you know what, empowered to get. Remember, family, empowered people, empowered people. And that's what we do here at the BYOB movement, the largest economic empowerment movement in the history of mankind, humankind, all kind, any kind. Yes, this is what we do. So how to reach us at the Be Your Own Bank movement, aka BYOB, is B-Y-O-B-M-O-V-E-M-E-N-T-L-L-C.com. And in Check out the testimonials. Check out the people, everyday people like yourself, living their life how they want to, narrating, navigating their own finances, living life on their own terms. And you can um, reach me at L-E-E-S-I-A-M-O-N-A-Y on basically every major social media platform. It is included in our profile, my profile. New type of money you want to plug in your info? Oh, definitely. Yeah, you can check me out on Facebook, Aaron Wells, E-R-I-N-W-E-L-L-S, or New Type of Money on all social sites. That's N-E-W-T-Y-P-A-M-O-N-E-Y, everywhere. Everywhere you want to be. I think that's on commercial. I think that's on credit card commercial. Oh, yeah, since we're speaking about cards, fam, the BYB movement, we have our own prepaid, branded um debit card you know what that means you need to get it if you're in the united states of america you need to get it and best believe soon it will be universal it will be international soon but right now it is u.s only it is five percent cash back on purchases get it get it for your family get it for your friends go ahead and go to the website the byb movement llc.com go ahead and get that prepaid debit card prepaid prepaid BYB branded millennials over owning banks today. So this station, yes, we're going to economically empower and educate 2 million families, including yours, including the people next door to you and the people down the street. But this conversation is dedicated to who? People my age. People in, um, that are AKA known as millennials. So conversation today, the topic at hand is banks are making money from your account and they're not giving you any. That's really jacked up. 
<laughs> that's really jacked up. So this is a conversation that needs to be had. This is a conversation that needs to be heard. And this is a conversation that definitely needs to be shared with your family and friends. Cause a lot of people do not know this is going on. They just think, you know, you go to work or whatever, whatever way you receive your funds, whether someone blesses you with extra money for your birthday or just want to be a blessing to you, or you get direct deposit or you get a check, you go and put it in the bank and bam, you go access your money. And people think it stops there, but it doesn't. So let's have a conversation about that. So what are banks doing with our money? So um, what are banks doing with our money? So when we go and put our, our money, our currency, whatever country you're from, when we go put our money in the bank, guess what banks are doing? The big banks of the world are doing. They're making money off of your money. I want you to really think about that. How does that make you feel? Because I want I want to have a I want to I want to paint an illustration for you. So you're at home, you put let's say five hundred dollars in the bank. You're chilling. Your bank calls you and say, "Hey, Mrs. or Mr. So and So, that five hundred dollars you put in the bank, we're gonna use your money. We're gonna make a profit off of it, and we ain't gonna give you any. Would you like that?" Absolutely not. And let's even let's even bring it home and get realer. That you you um borrow, I mean your friend, you give your friend some money, and they gonna make money off of your money that they, that you lend them, right? They make money off of your money and don't give you an increase. Would you like that? Hopefully your good friend be like, well, they get more money, but the reality is they benefited off of something that was taken out of your pocket. So that's just something to realize that banks are making accessing a trillion dollar market and accessing your money and getting an increase and getting and getting an increase of that money they're getting an increase off of your money and a lot of people because of the lack of education because this topic isn't spoken about they are not they're not making they're not aware of this information so make sure that and in family make sure that you um Listen, make sure that you share this information. Make sure you share this call with somebody. Um, make sure you tell your friends to get on, remind them to get on. But anyways, I didn't know this. And my background is in, fi in um, partially in finances, retirement and investments. No one told me that someone was making money off of my money and I wasn't going to get any of it. It made me really realize that I need to learn what these banks are doing, what these Wells Fargo's, what these Chase banks, what these Navy Federal Credit Unions, what the Fifth Third Bank and so on and so forth. They're making a profit off of my money. But when I need to ask for money, I have to pay. I have to ask for loans and, and pay them back interest. But they ain't giving me any of the profit off of the money that I put in the bank. All I can say is that's really jacked up. And I hear people when I explain that to them, they go, well. That's just part of the business. I mean, I get it. That's what banks do. And so what I'm here to tell you is, yes, that's what banks do. But the reality is you can do the same thing. You can be your own bank. You can do exactly what the banks do. Learn the skill sets. Use tools and resources to do what the banks do. And you control your income. While you, have, you don't have to beg the banks for a loan. You be your own loaner. Oh, I like that. Yes, you you write yourself your own loan and then you you don't got to loan it because it's really yours. <laughs> but um, and fam, I do want to let you know anyone who wants to jump in, who wants to comment, who wants to share uh, experience, who wants to talk, go ahead and hit the um the link to ask for the mic, and it's going to be granted to you because this conversation is not just about Lucy Monet. It's not just about new type of money. This is about us. We got free. A lot of people on here have gotten free. And what we're trying to do is expose you to the freedom that you need to, that you're desiring, and that you want to have. And it's 2022, and it's time out for walking in, walking in a position or being in a position where we're not living life how we want to. How do we take positions? We do the necessary. We act. We take steps. We get educated. We join movements that mentor us, that show, that provide results, that lead us to profit, that leads to freedom, liberty, give you time back with your money, time back, time back with your money. I like spending time on money too, but time back with your family, time for yourself, time to work on your mental health. Do you understand what I'm saying? So please share, please comment because once again, we're a family and what we're going to do is we're going to empower people all over the world continuously. And it starts with Y-O-U. So back to this, 
I, I want to share something. So with the um, one thing that I learned in the BYOB movement, especially becoming more financially educated, is I'm looking at what these people who are, they're considered foreign exchange traders or traders, people who are moving our money in the banks, moving our money, making profit off our money. The banks pay other people to move our money around. They pay them from $100,000 annually to over $300,000 annually to move money around. Okay, Genesis, I gave you the mic. Give me one second. They pay um these people... They pay these people up to over up to three hundred thousand dollars to move our money amount around, make a profit off of it, and I'm get I ain't getting none of that three hundred thousand. I'm not getting one hundred thousand. I'm not getting one single dime. And the reality is, I deserve. If you're gonna profit off of my money, I want some of that increase. So, um, Genesis just raised his hand. You can go ahead and unmute the mic. I'd love to hear what you had to say. Yeah, it's a good point you brought up about you know the. <clears throat> this being a job for some people, you know, I think it's a common uh, misunderstanding that, you know, people hear Forex, 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 and they think it's just another cliche term or whatever. But in the reality of this, the scope is just like you said, banks actively recruit people, they hire people, they give them set budgets to work with and give them time to, to learn them skill sets themselves, you know, when the when you have these institutional traders start their first day of work, you know they're not they don't go to the bank trading with live money. You know they have a, a learning curve to catch up. They still need to learn the strategies to operate in. And we essentially all 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 we are are uh, independent contractors in the sense. All right, it's just like you you mentioned. You know we're just doing the same thing that the banks do. Uh, I pers I, I've banked with uh, some banks that are associated with veterans uh, since I, I joined and all that. And it's like, I, I've never really kept track on when these releases happen, but every now and then I get these little dividends on, on, on money that they've made off of my money. You know, you guys, this, this happens in your account and you just don't notice it because it, what they pay you is so small. It's not just uh, the, these military, these veteran, uh, service banks or whatever it's every bank they pay you these small dividends you know like i said the earnings are, are so tiny because they've raked in all, all the money you know and they're just like hey we'll 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 give you this so we can technically say you've earned this back on your account you know and i just wanted to speak to the notion like i said this this what is a job for some people you know, like I said, we're just independent contractors out here. You know, guys, it's not something to overthink. It's just something else to learn, you know? No, that's a great point. And to piggyback off of what you said about um, about the them recruiting people, I'm not even talking about the recruiting purpose, but they just don't start off knowing the strategy. Like you said, they are mentored. They are, they are trained. Because they're not going to hire people to that just get up and do anything and be uncontrollable. They want to profit. And so these people are taught this whatever strategy that's implicated at that bank or that financial institution. They're taught whatever strategy, whatever rules, whatever regulations they study, they learn so they can execute. And the whole intention of it is to reap, is to reap a profit. That is it. To reap a profit continuously. And so... That brings me to something. I, I was having a conversation with someone the other day in, in relation to what you were saying, Genesis. So he's about to start with the BYOB movement. He was excited, right? And um, he was asking about, you know, um, he understood, you know, he heard about the strategy. He's watched our, some of our videos. He's gotten on some of our calls and, you know, sitting right by him. And he was like, all right, I'm going to enroll. Cool. So he gets, you know, he gets his card out. He and mind you, and I want to give a little back history on this. He owns um, a trucking company, right? So he owns his own business. And he says, I want to be in a position where I want to have a business. I, I want to have my business flow here without me being here. And I want to be in Africa and uh, whatever part of Africa he wanted to be in and run my business and still make profit, be in a position of profit. When he was about to swipe his card to enroll in a skill set with a movement 
that's going to put him in the position that he wants to be in, he said, well, how do I do this without doing something monthly? How, how do I do this? Like, how can I get around this? And I said, did you not just say you wanted to be free? Right. <laughs> then, then, but the reality is, he even though he he's his mindset is he's trying to find a quicker quick way to build wealth and live the life that he wants to. But he has this amazing trucking business, and then he even shared with me that he didn't even do his CDL traditionally. This is what baffles me. This is where I'm going with the psychology of the human mind. He he told me that he got out of jail. And he wanted to never work for anyone. He always won his own. So he didn't want to do the CDL school, whatever, because of how much it costs. And he lost some finances. So he made a way out of no way. And this man went in. He said he didn't take any CDL classes. I don't know if this is true. This is what he said. I don't know how the process goes. But he said he went, he went, and he went and learned everything that he could. And he went and took the CDL. Excuse me. He went and took the CDL test. And he passed it the first time without going to a traditional school for that teaching. And I said, you're mean to tell me that you would go and do all of that to live life how you want to, but something, but because you want to find a way around continuously accessing money and putting yourself in a profit where you don't have to get up and do anything, you're not willing to do that. And he didn't enroll. Mm. How does that make sense? The psychology of the mind. I got to find a quick way to do this. So what That's, I'm going to say is, he's not going to build wealth. He's going to chase the money. That that's that poor mindset. That's good. Did do you, did you know by chance if he was uh, working for himself at that time, like he owned his truck, or if he was still working for a company? So now, so now I know he has a trucking business and he has a few trucks that he has people drive for whatever he has. Um, people who are, you know, um, I guess drivers, TF drivers, I guess. But you know, Correct. I've seen him talk to him, but it's just crazy. Poor he mindset. Can, he can have such success and still be trapped by such a poor mindset. He's that's gonna, exactly what that was. He's he's gonna go spend. What so in in one month? I know a couple of guys that run their own vehicles, and in one month at at, at a single operation, he can expect to spend four thousand dollars in fuel alone to have access to so like one truck. He'll spend four thousand dollars maybe in fuel, and he'll look to to bank around ten thousand or something like that. But he won't invest a simple fee, a simple tuition for to to own, like he's. He, we ain't got, we ain't filling up no trucks over here to keep this money. Right. <laughs> right. No, I'm not drinking <laughs> hours on the day, watching out for way stations and making sure all my right. are correct. You know what I mean? It's crazy. That is the, the, the power of the poor mindset. So many people are trapped by it and don't even know it. I think I mentioned it before. You can have $500,000 in your account and still be slave to money, still not be in control of your life, right. still have freedom. And and that's the reality that yes, the man he has a nice Mercedes Benz, he has a nice Jeep, nice cars, but he is tired all the time. And I'm like, like you said, it's the banks are doing this. You have we have a set, we have a skill set, we have found a foundation of from teaching from point A to point Z and results that end in profit and shift of mindset. But a lot of people, um, I got to do something different because they, they got to put their hand to the plow. Sometimes putting your hand to the plow is knowing that you don't got to you don't got to push it. All you got to do is be open to receive and learn. And we can do this. People are getting paid to do this. But once again, he went through his he went through the training himself. He dedicated himself not to work for anyone. A.K.A. what we can do with the people not train ourselves. But he he was determined. He had a burning desire to never clock in and do what he wanted to. The same thing with what we can do. And so he fulfilled that desire, kind of. And now there's something else on the other side in Africa that he's looking for. And I'm not going to say he'll never get, but he's going to work a lot harder to get there when the opportunity, when the skill set, when the mentorship, when the tools, when the resources, when the accessibility, when the training and is right there at the tip of his hands 
How many people do that? If, if something comes to mind, and I, I just, I, you, you labeled it that burning desire, but I feel more so he's got that lukewarm desire. You know what I mean? And the Lord even says, I can't do nothing with you if you're lukewarm. You're not hot. You're not too hot. And you're not too cold. You know, he's not uh, a, he, uh, a simple tuition stands in his way. Like the, the, the strategy, the, the profits from this skill set can, can, can bridge that gap to his desires. Like my, just because I'm a, I, I'm successful in my trades doesn't mean this is where I stop. You know, the most common thing amongst amongst millionaires you know all of them you'll find is that they have multiple sources of income you know this skill set is something he could take to africa he could take it to singapore he could take it down to to antarctica if he wanted to you know i'm I'm actively you know in the in the process of plotting on my father-in-law because he he uh back and forth between alaska and the arctic you know uh but if he, this simple tuition is in his way, then what tells him that is, is he ready to be doing business internationally uh, with this, this plan he's got developed already? You know, that, that's that's one reason why another reason why, like when we're on the call, that mindset's so important. You can't let these small things in your way uh, keep you from your overall goal, you know. No, good deal. Good deal. And then this is also found. This is where the reality is, is. Back, you know, let's go, let's go back 50 years or whatever. A lot of these things weren't as accessible to, uh, let's say the average person. Let's even speak people of color. Let's go there. And when I'm saying people of color, that's colorful people. Y'all know what I'm saying in general, generalizing it. But now we have accessibility to do exactly what these banks do. And instead of, you know, looking at our bank account, and I know I've, there's plenty of times I looked at my bank account and cried because there wasn't enough zeros after a number between one and nine <laughs> for me. And there's been plenty of times I've cried when it's my bank account's been negative a thousand, negative two thousand, negative four hundred. But every single time it is in the positive. I don't care if it's one dollar. The bank is making a profit off of it every single time. I'm in the negative. I'm not making a profit. Every single time it's in a negative, the bank isn't going to do anything. But when it's in the positive, that bank is getting a positive. They're getting a profit and I'm not getting anything. So when I finally, when I finally get that bank account up to getting out the negative and getting in that dollar, you know, when we were excited because it's out of the negative now, they're still benefiting and we're still in lack. We're still without. And so the reality is how long are we going to choose? Because it's a choice now. I have to be real. It's really a choice now to not learn skill sets, to get us out of lack, to get us out of um, being, what's the word, dependent on a job. I'm not saying having, I said being dependent on a job, being dependent on social security, being dependent on child support, being dependent on money coming from somewhere else that is out of our control. How long are we going to do that? Because we've seen when we were on unemployment, they'd start it, they'd stop it. They'd extend it, they shorten it. They give you an extra bonus or extra money, then they take the amount. So once you are dependent on income from someone else that isn't yours, you're always at the mercy. You're always at someone else's beck and call. And it doesn't feel good to not understand how much money is going to come in your house today. Because you know what? What's going to be committed? That light bill, <laughs> that phone bill, those are the most committed relationships you're going to be in. The light bills, the phone bills, that car note, your insurance, your house note. Those are committed relationships that don't tend to, um, they don't step out on you. They don't cheat. They are committed and they're going to be there to, for you till the day you're no longer here. So it's what are we going to do to take control, millennials? What are we going to do to take control um, the, the people who are, um, generation X prior to the millennials being that difference to say, Hey, something got, something has to give and it's time for us to take control. How, how many of us are comfortable not being in a position of being in control? Nobody. we got to be in control. We have children to raise. We have bills to pay. We have purposes to live. We have freedom to gain. 
But it all starts with us. It starts with Y-O-U. It starts with us. It starts with me. It starts with that person who looks in the mirror every single day. There are a lot of times, just touching bases real quick, a lot of times we don't try new things because they're new. But this right here, what these banks are doing, making money from your bank account, and you're not getting any profit of it, that's not helping you. That's helping them. So you need to be in a position, you should be, you should desire to be, to be in a position to want to help yourself because your kids are depending on you. Your future is depending on you. And if you want to vacate like you want to, if you want to be able to be a blessing to those people who need, you know, the, the shelters, people who are special needs, people who... um. I mean, there's so many things. There's so many things that we can do. And the reality is we got to get out of ourselves. Definitely got to get out of ourselves and do what the banks do. So I want to ask you this. And I know y'all probably have heard it. Out of all the money that has flown through your, that has went, that has come through your personal bank account, how much money has your bank given you for them using your money? So this is when it gets quiet. Because the reality is the answer is usually all sucky. It's usually little to nothing, not enough, or nothing. And all of those answers equate to we need to take control of our own finances. We need to, we need to be able to walk in wealth. We need to be able to walk in abundance. We need to be able to, if you don't want to be wealthy, you need to, you want to walk in, what's the word I'm looking for? Financial relief. No one looks, wakes up and say, what bill will I, um, no one gets excited to think about a bill they can't pay today. I don't wake up and say, we have JEA here in Jacksonville, Florida, Jacksonville Electric Authority. I don't wake up in the morning and say, oh, I can't pay JEA today. I'm excited. No, no one does that. <laughs> no one does that. So what are we going, what, what is the point? You need to learn a skill set. Like Genesis says, like the trade whistle says, where there are things that are already in place where you will always be in profit to learn and understand a movement that will always move you to profit. That's amazing to me. So um, I do have, I don't know, um, I know new type of money. I know he's on the road, but um, I did want to ask a question if you're able to, and if not, that's cool. What's we'll going on? Oh, 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 okay. You know, this man be on the road. He's a worldwide star all over the area okay so <laughs> so um i know that you've always in a sense been an entrepreneur had that um mindset that there was always more that you were looking for and you know there was something bigger you're not a since i've met you you, you uh, you've been a forward thinker above average thinker and then i do understand everyone else is not like that everyone is not like that because it's called right. above average which means right right <laughs> right right right, right. <laughs> Just wanted to put that out there. <laughs> when you when you really understood that banks, no matter what the dollar is in your bank account, I don't care what bank you use, I don't care what financial institution you use, when they're making money off of your money, how did that like make you like really like consider and think about that? With me, it was a um, it was a no brainer. I always, even before I knew that, I always felt like I. I I'm kind of old school, <laughs> even though I'm young, I'm 33, but I never really trusted the banks. I never really trust, don't really trust any systems of this world. So it's like, but when I found out, you know, about how banks were actually using money to profit with my money and like, I couldn't do it. It's like, oh no, I got to learn that skill set. You know what I mean? It's just, it's a no brainer, you know? I like that. I like that. Um, also, it makes me think about, um, even though you're young and old at the same time, you like yold. Don't do that. Or, Don't do that. Or, or, um, I'm trying to, you know, I remix words, you're yold. But, anyway. <laughs> but anyways, um, you, you didn't trust the bank. I heard people say this all the time, right? And then, so this, this made me, I'm about to get hood real quick, even though I'm not really, but I am. I'm a whole thug. I'm BYB. <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but anyways. <laughs> but anyways, you remember like you watch on the TV? Now, I know some of it was because of illegal activities, so we're not going to be ignorant. But uh, I've seen when people from back in the day, they be putting their money under the mattress and we can't trust the banks, can't trust the banks. I really get that now. 
Now, I'm not talking about the the um the the, the, the bad money or well, the money ain't bad, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> the activities but, um, done for the money. The activities done to gain that profit at an expedited rate. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but um, but I heard so many people. My uncle was like that, just not trusting the bank and stuff. And so, like, it never hit me really until now that. It's not necessarily don't have a trust because you know yes the banks are insuring and stuff but the banks are always they're they're what they're doing what they do they're banking on us. Remember during all of any recession, any drop, the banks were always open. They may have you know like limited activity, but the banks didn't shut down. They didn't stop. They didn't stop. They was always moving. It was the people who were trying to get the monies out of the bank. A lot of times banks limited how much money they were giving out at a time when recessions and when um, occurrences came in the economy. But people losing their jobs, the bank's still open. What does that mean? How they got money when they're not working? Because they are, because they're banking on us. I, I, that is Miss Lisa Mone, I, I look at it like this. Um, and this is how I had to look at it. With any system, you, with the bank, it's an institution in which this institution is, is set up, already has a system set in place for your money. So it's like, it makes common sense to, to in some kind of way, shape, form, or fashion, start trying to come up with your own system or solution or either get with somebody that already has a system to make your money work for you than going to somebody else that already has a system set in place that will get a percentage off of your money. It just That's, a, makes that's sense. good. I, no, that's good. That's all like BYOB to me. That's all I heard. Really yeah, what you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> all I heard was BYOB. <laughs> <laughs> and this is reality. Um, what works, works. If the banks have a system in place, if they have a strategy, if they have a tool they use to analyze the market, if they have training, if they have uh, people who are dedicated, it works. So why would we not follow the same system, but this time we run the show? Right. So you're right. Systems work. It works. It's either you're going to work the system or you're going to let the system work you. It's a choice now. Exactly. Definitely a choice. So, you know, like I was saying, going back those 50 some years, um, when a lot of things weren't accessible, it it's it it boggles me. But I know it's a psychology thing. I know it's a mental. I'm not gonna say mental battle. A, a mental growth that people have to have to understand that you can do this. You can do this. There are kids on this on these. If y'all even look at any of our videos, um, seven year olds explaining how to use the tools and strategy. What does that mean? If a child can learn this. A single-digit child can learn this and put be able to put themselves in a position of profit in elementary school. There is no excuse. If a if a more seasoned individual over the age of fifty plus can learn this, there is no excuse. If a millennial can learn this, there is no excuse. So we have people from the age of seven being able to break down the charts, being able to break down the tools. Then we have people in their late, uh, in their early 80s. I said late 80s. Let me fix my wording. In their early 80s, doing presentations, helping run tours because of this skill set, because it just works. What is your excuse for not doing this? What is uh, your excuse for not taking it serious? Because if you're not, it's just an excuse. Like this, if you look at the economy, if you look at what's going on, the gas is going up. Gas is going up. We got some things going on and um, not getting political all, all over the country globally. We have shifts that are changing. What does that mean? That you have to change along with it and you have to reap the benefit for your household because nobody else is going to do it for your household but you. And so if the, um, I actually want to, if she's able to, I do want to ask the trade whisperer, Miss Tasha M. Dyer or something, if she's available. If not, it's all good. But um, if she can speak, I just want to, I do want to ask, um, because her daughter is one of the young, um, one of the young people that can break down the chart. I do want to ask, like, how does that, how does that feel to see a child being able to explain a chart when um, we weren't in that position before when we were little, if she can speak? Yeah, 
I don't know if she's gonna. Let's see if she can talk. Maybe not. That's cool. I thought she was going to be able to, but that's cool. So um, I'll speak on my aspect of my son real quick. My son Chosen. Yes, the word C H O S E N. His name is Chosen. Um, he was what you would what you would call or what some people would say. Um, what some people would say. Um, how would I say this? He needed a little extra work. He needed a little extra help at school sometimes. Not slow, nothing like that. But when I say when I showed him this BYOB strategy, broke down the, you know, the charts and how to read them, he felt so great. And he was like, I can explain this. And I just looked at him and said, I gave my I gave my child power. I gave my child accessibility. So side note, I want to see, I want to show you where this leads to. So he said he never want to work a job, but you know, it's summer getting ready to be summer or whatever. And so he went to, he said, mom, maybe I, I want to get a job, but I want to get a job because I know I'm running my own company and I want to learn some things. So he goes to Panera's for those who are familiar with the little bakery store or bakery restaurant. So he goes to Panera's and they do the job interview and the lady's like, why do you want a job? And he says, I want a job because I want to understand how to handle the organization of a business behind scenes. That spoke volumes. That spoke volumes. And guess what? They didn't even hire him because they felt he was overqualified. <laughs> He's never had a job. So just imagine the impact of showing our children different opportunities. Their languages, their language excels and change. Like Genesis has, I know he has, a, I think he said he has a 12 year old. I know he has a fresh new baby right out the oven, but like the language that our children are going to speak because we learn this skill set, it is like it's impossible for it's impossible for that uh, that level up residue not to rub off to your children. So I know he shared that um his child, if you're on Genesis, if you're still on that your child sits in the chair when you're at work and I mean when you're doing your thing now, like anybody have an impact that this movement has had on their child? That's what I want to hear. And I would love for anyone to share or someone that you're um anybody um Aaron anyone um that this movement has had effect on your relationship with other people like people can see the shift or sometimes the shift is reflecting on other people anybody got an experience like that everyone was at one time I love it I guess not so um the reality is and it's all good Y'all probably doing something because y'all know what y'all are multitaskers. I'm a mom, so I know all about that. Aaron, you about to say something? Oh, Danielle. I just gave you the mic, Danielle, too. Aaron, um, new type of money was about to speak, but I just gave you the mic, um, Danielle. Aaron, you about to share something? Oh, no. Nah, I, I, I was finished with this music. It's kind of loud out here, so. <laughs> oh, we was going to turn up? Got it. <laughs> Danielle, I sent you the mic. Kia Martin, um, you got the mic, sweetheart. Okay, thank you. <laughs> um, this is all new to me. But this is a conversation, I, and I like the conversations that you guys have on here. And on, um, But it all kind of ties into what we were talking about on Friday about, um, uh, oh, my God, I just forgot. Um, oh, inheritance. And so how in, in after I thought after the show, I'm like, well, inheritance can be a good thing or you can inherit the bad thing or, you know, the negatives of your parents and take that into into the future. And then we also talked about um, um, trauma and, you know, it's not really recognized in the inner cities how, you know, uh, I forgot who was, I think, I can't remember who was saying that they had trauma or PTSD in the military and to think that, you know, and that that can be traumatizing is to see someone being killed. But then people in our communities, this is what they live through and go through and have um, 
PTSD as, you know, from living in certain environments. And then we expect them to function or to, you know, go, you know, a lot of people do make it out. Um, I've never had experienced that lifestyle, but my husband did. But, um, you know, a lot of people do make it out, but for the ones that don't. And then we talk about creating gener generational wealth. And it's kind of hard because we're stuck in that mindset or the effects of one's childhood you know what I mean? And and going through all the difficulties, but then, I don't know, I just got lost for words. But we just get stuck in, in certain uh, mindsets. And when I found, you know, this opportunity, I was like, I will never go to work, you know, like to work for someone else. I'm like, we're the worker bees creating wealth for the wealthy to continue their generational wealth. Like, it was crazy, you know, when it, when the light bulb finally, you know, went off. And then it's, it's interesting. Cause when I talk to, you know, my close friends about it, some of them are like, Oh, okay. Okay. Well, just let me know when you figure it out. And it's just like, I'm dumbfounded. Cause I'm like, how could you work for someone? And just, just knowing all of this now, you know, I knew it before, but not to this extent, you know, and it's like, you're working, working and you're saving for your 401k and, and your retirement and, you know, look at Enron and, and, and just stuff like that. So, um, uh, so, so forth, so forth is, um, the generational wealth, um, you know, just giving our kids the knowledge to move forward and to move into this direction of, um, um, you know, just being innovators or, or thinking outside of the box or trying new, you know, new things and not being stuck in, I have to go to a nine to five, clock in, clock out. And then just, you know, to, you know, that, that, and that's something else that we're instilling in our kids. It's like, Hey, there's something else you can do here instead of what fits in the norm or in the box. I love that. Thank you. No, no, that was really dope. And then the thing is, if anything, opportunities we should at least have opportunities like if you don't want to work cool if you want to you should work because you want to not because you have to right some people love what they do nothing wrong with that but the reality is would you do it for free and never get paid and if you are a nurse if you are a teacher if you're a doctor or a lawyer you say you do it for free. Could you do it for free right now? Would you be able to live? And most of the answers is going to be no. <laughs> so right. what if you put yourself in a position where you wanted to be a doctor to help people who didn't have a certain type of income or you want to be a blessing? You put yourself in a position of constant profit. You can live that life. So like you said, it's it's that inheritance. What are we going to Is it going to be a good inheritance or is it going to be a not so good inheritance is inheritance is going to be favorable for our children because the reality is just like we didn't they didn't ask to be here they didn't say can i please come and be assigned to this person it didn't work like that so we brought them in here then we need to make sure that we put ourselves in a position to understand that opportunities are always available and how do we show them that by taking opportunities that are available so i love that and kudos to you for sticking your guns to some people would listen to other people like um well shoot everybody's sounding like okay whatever because uh, people ain't gonna be more they're not gonna have more hope for you or in your dream than you will you know what i'm saying so right good on you good on you so i respect that a lot but like you said you're, you're right and it's, and then and then what i learned because um i um i'm trying to figure out how it is well well my dad was um he left me a very um, substantial inheritance. Um, but of course, you know, you know, coming from the forties and the fifties, he graduated from college at 20 or 21 and, you know, saved and invested. And um, I didn't finish college because of um, what I know now was like a little bit of learning disabilities. Um, so once I, when I went back to college, I still haven't finished, but I'm, I have like a year left. Um, when I learned of, oh, I, oh, I have certain disabilities and this is why I never finished school or this is why certain things happen in my life. And it's like, but he didn't equip me to manage that money um, in case something did happen. You know, it's like we were talking about houses or investing in multiple properties. You don't want to do that. You just want to buy one house and that's it. Well, we didn't go into 
why you know educate he, he didn't educate me on the proper economics you know and a lot of economic stuff i didn't learn until i went back to college at, as an adult and i'm like wow i feel really dumbfounded because that whole recession thing was just a setup and it took my when i and i thought you know in my mindset I'm doing the right thing of investing in multiple properties. This is for my kids, blah, blah, blah. You know, and that was at the height of the market, you know, and couldn't know my, my, my boyfriend couldn't tell me anything and my mom couldn't tell me anything. But if I had that educational piece, you know, I wouldn't have lost a couple of million dollars. So after that, it just, it set me back so far you know, because not only was I using the money to fulfill my grieving, uh, to, to, uh, I was going through the grief, you know, you go through a grieving process, but if you can buy what you want and, and be happy with that, and then you can buy more and you more, you don't, I didn't go through the grieving process. Right. So when I lost everything that and had nothing and like, oh my God, what just happened? And then I started the grieving process. And that thing took like about eight years to get through, figure out what happened, who inherits and loses a couple million. Um, like, you know, like I was just bamboozled, you know, and then had to regroup. And then and then went back and said, okay, let me go back to the basics. What was I taught when I was coming up? What were the foundations that my parents taught me? You go to school, you finish, you get to education, you get a good job. And that's where I kind of went back, went back to school. I'm like, okay, I know this is a safe zone um, because I didn't have that education, that knowledge. And then, you know, now it's just like, okay, I went back, I completed a nursing program, but COVID hit. And then it's like, wait a minute. Then I kind of found this and I'm like, I'm not, I don't, want to do that and the thing with inheritance is for me to educate my kids well my son remembers when we lived in a mansion excuse me my voice is going out <clears throat> and we're living in an apartment you know for like the last 10 years you know because we're trying to get it together so he he has seen the ups and the downs and he's lived through that so hopefully for my kids they won't you know, whatever I create for them or whatever, it won't, that cycle won't happen again, you know? And even we have one piece of property left and he's like, just sell it, well, it's a rental. Just sell it, we can just buy us a big house. You know what? No, I've been there, done that. No, this is how we're gonna move forward. And don't you ever sell it, you know? Then that's me teaching them to not fall into the same pitfalls of what I fell into. I love it. So yeah. and then the, yeah, so no, good on you because that the same with me. I came from a family who's fortunate. Um, um, I mean, um, let me back up now. Everyone was a doctor, attorney, so on and so right. forth. And so right. I never really knew lack. I was the only kid going on field trips with five hundred to six hundred dollars in my pocket when everyone else had twenty and thirty dollars, and I didn't even spend it either. But still, <laughs> the um the funny thing is. I didn't understand that um, that I was living. That was normal to me when I was right. in school. We had multiple cars. When I was in school, why didn't everybody else? I had the internet. We had multiple computers. Everyone, I didn't understand that till I got older. But the reality is, when I got older, those things did not transfer with me. Everyone had money, but when I became grown, those wealth principles didn't transfer with me, and I ended up in a position where I was homeless. How do you go from having all to being homeless? Lack of education, lack right. of foundational of being financially educated, skill sets, strategies to put you in a position of profit, to put you in a position where you will always be able to take care of yourself when the economy shifts, if there is a recession or anything. So good that you're sharing these, um, you know, you're exposing your kids to these things so you don't have to, you know, from what you went through. So I love this. And this is what this movement is all about, fam. Um, shifting legacies, shifting a life. So... So um, so today, I challenge you to do a self analysis on your a self analysis on yourself. Yeah, I said it right. Do an analysis on yourself. I want you to get a piece of paper, and you know, sit back and you know, write down 
if you were taught wealth principles, what prince, what what did what story did you hear from your family? Did you hear of money don't go on cheese? Did you hear I got to hustle and grind all the time? And then I'm not saying embrace them, but I challenge you to look at the stories that you've been told and things that you accepted and see if it fits, you know, the lifestyle that you want. Because if it doesn't, that just means that you understand that mindset has to shift with your money, right? That means that you understand that the stories that you were told are not going to benefit you for the destination you're going to go. So yeah, I challenge you to write down the stuff you heard when you was a kid. Um, we don't do that. We don't try. Everything's a scam. If those things are true, write it down because then you'll be like, oh my goodness, like this isn't helping me. This hasn't helped me. And then I want you to think about all the people that said that around you, all those people who told you that same stories and look at the position they're in right now. And that'll be the answer to if you want to follow their lifestyle. So today is Friday. It is a great day to walk in abundance. It is a great day to be free. It is a great day to walk in prosperity. It's an amazing day to walk in your purpose and live life on your own terms. So we will see you next Monday. Tell your friends to get on. Tell your family to get on. This movement is going to overtake the world. We're going to economically empower, educate, impact 2 million families by March 28th of this year. That is right around the corner. And best believe, once again, it'll always go up. Learn the skill set. It's simple. Enroll, learn, and profit. And get ready to ride the best movement of your life. Join our, join our challenge, Six Figures in Six Months. Yes, you can achieve it. All you got to do is plug in, ask questions, and do your due diligence as plugging in and um, taking notes when necessary and so on and so forth. So listen, we love you. We're excited about this movement. Millennials are taking over. Everyone else, too. I guess I love on y'all, too. All y'all taking over, too, but millennials are really doing the thing. But um, <laughs> just playing, but... I'm excited about this movement. So like I always say, you reach us on BYBMovementLLC.com um, as well. These are put, these conversations are put on Spotify under Be Your Own. I think it's BYOB Movement Worldwide. You can find us on Spotify as well. And you know what I'm going to say. You make the day. Don't let the day make you have an amazing, prosperous, awesome day. And I will talk to you, me and New Type of Money will talk to you on Monday. We love you guys. This call has officially concluded. So glad you tuned in. So glad you enjoyed the show. These financial markets, they are yours for the taking. And we're here to help you understand exactly what's been hidden in plain sight. Get a copy of your book today. Be Your Own Bank, hidden in plain sight at our website, beyourownbankmovement.com. Be blessed.